You can be seated. We're going to talk about the good news. Because to me, what Jesus done was good. God knows I hate to think about what will happen to us without Jesus. Where would we be right now? God had to be satisfied, saints, because God's wrath was upon man. Can you say amen? You all know what God used to do to people that was living like the devil. He would swallow up 10, 20, and 30,000 at a time. He would send scorpions and snakes because they wouldn't obey him. How many people know one time he killed everything that breathes on earth during the flood? What did he do to Sodom and Gomorrah? Burned it down. Sisters and brothers, if you can't take what I just said into your heart and say, Lord, I thank you that your wrath has been satisfied. What satisfied his wrath, saints? His son, Jesus Christ. That's what satisfied. You know what? And, and, and I, was, I was reading and I said, Lord, and you know, and, and don't go over there right now. So in 2 Corinthians 5, um, 21, and I said, Lord, you know what? We poured, you poured your righteousness on us and we poured our sins on you. Isn't that awesome, saints? Well, we, we, all of our sins went on him, and all of his righteousness went where? On us. Can you just vision that in your spirit? Why is it that God is not mad at us anymore? Because of Jesus Christ. Let's read a scripture in, uh, do we want the Isaiah or the John? Let's do the John 14, 1 first. The wrath of God was fully satisfied through the offering of his son. God was not happy with us, saints, because God knows it was some messed up people then, and there are some messed up people now. Only the grace of God, I believe, saints, only the grace of God through his son, Jesus Christ, the reason he hasn't come and just destroyed all of this mess that's going on. Do you know people attack God now? They are attacking the word. They're not just saying, I'm not saved and I don't want this and I don't want that. They are literally attacking the word of God. How many people know that ain't going to last too long? God's going to get tired of that mess. Well, I don't think it's the word tired is the word to use. I don't know what word we could use, but I do know one thing. He stopped it one, two, and three times, didn't he? He's going to stop it again. What did the Bible say when he said about Noah? As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be 
listen, at this wicked generation, I like to use it like that. It's going to happen again, saints. But aren't you glad that you're going to be happy when he come again? You're going to be, aren't you glad that you are going to, when you see him come through that cloud, if you're still alive, you know. But if you, even if you aren't alive, your spirit is still going to get up and go somewhere. So we, we want to be, I want to hear those words, well done. And the only way we can hear that is that we're going to have to sanctify ourselves. I think uh, Thompson was preaching this the other night that this is the hope that we have, and then we'll do what to ourselves? We'll purify ourselves. And I'm telling you, if the Bible said, who had to purify you? Who? You got to do it through the word. God can't do it. He'll do it if you let him. How many people know if God made robots, wouldn't nobody go to hell? But he gave you a free will, saints. I like what he said in John. Did I say John or Isaiah? John 14 and 1. And let's look at some principles as we venture into the word of God today. Let me say it again. Did God have a wrath against us? Thank you for knowing something here. And the only person that could satisfy that wrath was whom? And he had to do it how? On the cross, saints. God to Almighty knows. We call it Easter, which is all right. We call it Resurrection Day, which is all right. But I'm telling you, put something in your spirit. Whether it's Resurrection, whether it's Easter or whatever. You, have you all ever figured out how rolling an Easter egg ever had anything to do with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection? But we always adding things. That's why a lot of people upset with Pastor Sweeney. Because I don't believe in fads in the church. If we can't get people to come to OCC by way of the word, you, as long as I'm the pastor, y'all can forget about me trying to make something happen in the flesh to get people to love God. Saints, let me tell you something. When you got to use acrobatics and charisma to get people to say amen, you are not getting the people to worship God. You are getting the people to worship what you tell them to worship. If you all, if I have to constantly beg the church to say amen, of course I'll say say amen here and there, but you need to say amen because you love the word. Nobody shouldn't, saints, outreach isn't going there, okay? We're not going into fads Unless it was hanging on the cross. I don't know if you understood that or not. If it doesn't come from Jesus Christ, as long as I am pastor of Outreach Christian Center, we are not going to play with no games. We are going to do the will of God because when, think about what, we're going to read the scripture in a minute, and you'll see God, it pleased God to bruise his son Easy, easy, so we can do what we want to in the church. 
no sir. It pleased God to bruise his son that his son would have many brethren. That's where we ought to get excited, saints, is that Jesus himself did not have a problem with going through what he knew was the worst death could happen to a man because of the many brethren that he knew he would have. Did he love what he was doing? No, he despised the shame. He despised it. But did he quit? Isn't that enough to praise God for? That's enough to let God know, hey, God, I'm not just here for Easter. I'm here every day for your love because God knows without your love, I don't have a chance. On this earth right now. The 14 and 1 says what John? Let not your heart be troubled. Why did he say that? You believe in God. Yes. Believe also in me. Read. Verse 2. In my father's house. Lord God Almighty. Are many mansions. Hold on saints. Wouldn't it have been enough for him to just come and save us? Huh? But he said, that's not all I got for you. How many people know what 1 John, 1 Corinthians says? It hasn't entered into the minds of man what God got planned for them that love him. Or let's put it another way. It hasn't entered into the minds of man to the people that come to church. <laughs> that's not what it is, is the saints? It's to them that love him. You need to hear that. I need to sound like a broken record right there. To love him. Do you love God? Don't answer that, but do you love him? If you love God, saints, if you love somebody, do that person have to beg you to do what's right to them? And if you love God, no one is going to have to beg you to do all of what God commands. I was reading with Deacon Wallace a moment ago. In that little thing that Doc has out there, it says, if God's command is a restriction to you, then you have lost your first love. If anything that God has told us to do, you know, like loving one another, like stop lying on people, no backbiting. No lasciviousness, no fornication, no homosexuality, no hatred, no bitterness. That's why I don't come to church. Too many do nots. <laughs> Every one of those do nots is for whose goodness? It's for your saints. Do you see how Satan? has gotten us to swallow his lies. We don't want to obey God to the letter because we are rebellious. But every time you obey God's word, his command, you are helping whom? Yourself. You're not helping God. Well, you, in, in a way you're helping God. You're keeping God off your head. Because he's going to chastise whom he loves. 
You might see, I know that you say, well, God isn't going to do you. If he loved you, he'd know how to bring you home. And he loves everybody, but he loves the one who have invited him into your spirit. Well, you know, I like that. You know, we may go to, we go to the, uh, uh, later on to God said, just who have believed the report? God Almighty, what a wonderful God. So many things he put in the Bible to get us to know more and more about his son. Saints, when you think about what he went through, that was real. Are you listening to me? That wasn't something that just you read about. It was real what Jesus Christ went through. And he was a man just like you and I. Or, you know, a woman, but he was a male, a, a, a human. And he hurt every time somebody punctured him or pulled his beard or the crown of thorns, stuck the rod in his side, all of that. How about the nails in his hand and in his feet? He felt all of that, saints. He didn't use deity to get that accomplished. He used humanity. Because that's the only thing would satisfy God and break Satan's power. If he would have used the divinity or power of God to get Jesus to do all of his encounters, then Satan would have had something to question God about. Or God would have had to make us all like him. But he didn't. He sent his son to bring glory to everyone who will receive him. Bring you joy, peace, healing, deliverance if you trust him. Second verse again. In my father's house yes. are many mansions. Yes. If it were not so, <laughs> I would have told you. How many people know Jesus trying to tell you I don't lie? Now, like I said a few minutes ago, wouldn't it have been enough just for Jesus to save our souls? But to go back to build a house for us, individually. Y'all know how y'all live together with people now and sometimes you live in an apartment. Or, no, God's our house for you. That means it's going to be a huge place out there, isn't it? In my father's house are many mansions. Go ahead. If it were not so, I would have told you. Good God Almighty. I go to prepare a place for you. Read. Verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you. Don't y'all leave here when you hear this. Don't you, will, jump, don't you jump out of your seat when you hear this. And if I. Go and prepare a place for you. Here it is. I will come again. And receive you unto myself. That where I am. There ye may be also. God knows the leaping time and we ain't been in this thing 10 minutes. Good gosh almighty. So that don't excite you. He said where I am who? You're going to be there too. And? And whither I go ye know and the way ye know. But wait till Thomas asked him something. Verse 5. Thomas saith unto him, Lord. Lord. We know not whether thou goest, 
And how can we know the way? Watch what Jesus is going to say. Verse 6. Jesus said unto him. Yes, Lord. I am the way. Wait a minute. What did he ask Jesus? How are we going to know the way? Jesus said, I am. <clears throat> you have y'all to get the first two words. Y'all remember when Moses was going down to Pharaoh's? Mm -hmm. See, everybody think Jesus just showed up in 2019 years ago. But Jesus was here when God came. Moses, go down there and tell Pharaoh's that I am sent you. Good God Almighty. That's what you ought to tell Satan, sickness, disease, and everything that attack you. You ought to say, wait a minute. I'm part of the I am. Because he's given it to us free. Man, don't you know that there's satisfaction in that name? It's satisfaction in the word of God. But if you're not sensitive to it, you'll just speak it but not allow it to resonate in your spirit. Everything that God does has to be now in the spirit. Jesus had to die physically, be buried physically, and God raised him up physically, but he said that was finished. Now you got to deal with the spirit world. And where is that? In your faith. For without faith, impossible? Is it impossible? That's what the Bible said. Then that's what it is. Without faith. If you can't believe that Jesus is the son of God, then he isn't your son, your God. If you can't believe that Jesus' stripes heal you, then his stripes can't heal you. You're going to have to believe it by, by, by faith, saints. Everything has to be done in the spirit world by faith. If God told you, you can't please me, Except that you believe me without seeing me. Believe me without seeing that he are uh, the pain go away. But believe me, just your sons and daughters still acting like fools. But you got see, you got to see Jesus. You got to believe this in your spirit, saints. And then ain't the gates of hell can't even prevail against it. Because of what he done. Because of what he done, you said it right. For what he done at Calvary, at the cross, say, at Golgotha, the place of the skull. This is God we're talking about, even though he came in the flesh and we call him Jesus. And when he said it was finished, he left another person here. John 14 tells you who he is. And he said that when he come, he will guide you to most of the things you need to know. Uh, 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 what? He would guide you to all truths. That's why a lot of people get messed up. You're trying to get the Holy Spirit to lead you somewhere where ain't no truth in it. You're trying to believe that it's all right for you to drink liquor. That may not send you to hell, but it'll bring hell in your life. You may not believe that you're going to go to hell if you fornicate and ask God to forgive you, but the, the sin is there. Now you ask God to forgive your sin, do he hold it against you? 
But saints, who knows what happened during that sin? We can sin any kind of sin we want to, can't we? Huh? But can you name the circumstances? That's why we ought to stay away from all the foolishness. Because God has also, we're going to go to John uh, uh, Romans 6. Uh, I don't know if it'll be 8 o'clock, it might be 11 o'clock. But Paul said, sin has no more dominion over you. And then we go to Colossians 2, what, 13 and 14. God said, I came on earth, went into hell, and I destroyed what? Prince, palates, and powers, and made a mighty no triumphing in it. We that that's what happened when he said what? When he said it was finished. The Bible says he hung the head in the locks of his shoulder and said it was finished. My friends of God, look here. If God said something in his word, it is settled. David was after God's own heart, but he said he had to do something with the word so he wouldn't sin. That's what you got to do. You're going to have to hide God's word in your spirit that you won't sin against God. If you don't hide that word in there, sin going to overtake you. I don't care how much you quote. You can quote the whole Bible. But if it ain't in your spirit, Satan will still whip you. Even though you quote in scripture, I got Satan under my foot. The gates of hell can't prevail against me. No weapons formed against me can prosper. That ain't nothing but just in your mouth. You ain't doing nothing but making noise. But when that thing come up out of your spirit, Satan himself know that he can't do nothing with you. You even know. That Satan can't do nothing with you when you quote the word of God out of your spirit. Dr. Swinney, how do you do that? You trying to tell me you've been coming to church this long and you don't know how to do that? Saints, let me tell you something. When you quote the word of God, listen carefully, listen, you, you won't never ask that question again. When you quote the word of God about any situation in your life and you forget it, go to sleep, and, and go on downtown, go on to work, because you know that that word is fixing what you need. That's when you know. But when you pray for God to do something, and then the next day you start looking, and, and it didn't happen, so you start what, God? Okay, doubt is a good word, I, I, but I'm going to say, now you're going to start trying to help God. But doubt, that's what caused you to want to help. But if you get this thing straight, saints, just think about it is finished. That's what you need to think about. It's done. The Bible says every word of God is pure. Every word. First Timothy, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all scripture is given by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And it's profitable for rebuke, chastisement, 
for healing, for deliverance. Old Job had it right when Job 32, 8, didn't he? When he said, that is a spirit in man. The inspiration of the Holy Spirit that giveth you what? Understanding. What did Paul, uh, Solomon say about understanding? After you've done all you're getting, get understanding, saints. How many words of the Bible you can quote, but you don't understand it? Why? Because you didn't meditate on it. You just read it and blurted it out. Saints, everything needs to be meditated on. Because every time you read the word, how many people know that there are people so slick that they can take God's word and make it sound like what they want it to sound like? There ain't nothing wrong. They don't even call sin, sin no more. They call it a mistake. My Bible tells me in 1 Corinthians, God said, whenever you find sin, make it look exceedingly sinful. But we don't look at homosexuality as a sin no more. Well, they were born like that. You told a born lie. You became homosexual. You became a fornicator. You became a liar. And none of that stuff has power over you if you trust what God done at the cross. Nothing. None of this mess in this world has power over you. If you think about what he done at cross. Just think about this. God's wrath was fully satisfied when his son said it was finished. Woo, God knows, I don't know about you, it's shouting time. It's finished, saints. Hide that word in your heart and watch the devil take off. That's a North Carolina word mean get out. Think about it, saints. Go to Isaiah. I'll tell you what, you read the sixth verse. Read the sixth verse once again. Because Thomas asked him, uh, how can we know the way? And what did Jesus say? I am the way. And the truth. And the truth. And the life. And what was those next words? No man cometh unto the Father but by me. All right, everybody, look at me. Well, supposedly, I worship Muhammad. Where are you going when you die? Let's settle a little better than that. You going where Muhammad is? Well, I believe what Joseph Smith said. If it ain't what Jesus said, you going where Joseph Smith is. Howdy, howdy, Krishna. We could just go on down the line with the different fads and the different religions and everything. How many people know that in Outreach Christian Center, religion is a curse word? I was talking to a man yesterday. He's going to be, he's going to be saved. He's going to be at the church uh, today at 11. And uh, most of the thing he was talking about was religion. Saints, how many people know? That there ain't no religious work that can get God. No, no, let's change it. Let's do it like this. There is no religious work that look like it's holy can endure the fire of this life. No religious work can endure this fire. Because every man's work is going to be what? How? By 
fire. See, we, a lot of times we don't understand what the, the trouble on this earth does. Without Christ Jesus, saints, you have a miserable life. And when I say without Christ Jesus, am I talking about coming to church? Am I talking about preaching in this pulpit? No, we're talking about how much word do you have in your heart? That is when you have power. If you got this word indebted, indebted, endued in your heart. Doc and I was somewhere yesterday. We won't, won't say nothing about that and everything. But we got into a, a little dilemma with some people and, and, and it sort of made me a little disturbed. But on the way home, God said, over oh, well, what? Over what? He said, you heard a man's mouth. He said, you didn't hear mine. Unless you quoted the scripture against what his mouth said. Now, who has the power? His mouth or my word? Case was closed right there. All of the anxieties that was trying to come because of somebody being so silly. I could have said another word, but I'll use silly. And I'm going to let it bother me when I got Jesus Christ's word in me. Saints, that's, that's a shame. As my dad used to say, that was a shame and a scandly. I never figured out what a scandly was. But he always said that's a shame and a scandly. And that's what it is to me now. When I allow anything to take precedent over the word of God. Even when sickness come in my body, I won't allow it to take rulership. Is the sickness there? But the power of God's word says what? By his stripes I am healed. But Pastor Swinney, I'm still hurting. That ain't got nothing to do with what the word says. Now you either believe the word or you stay sick. It ain't God's fault. Now don't get mad at me. Well, that's what I've been trying to believe God for a hundred years. Try for a hundred and one. You're going to hit it sooner or later. It's not God's fault. And if the preacher is preaching the truth, it's not his fault. If the church is praying, it's not the church's fault. It's whose fault? Your fault. Don't get upset. Don't get mad. I think Deacon McCain said, when in doubt, kick it out. And I believe that. That's all right. Yeah, he always told me he coming over and help me at the house. And every time he come, he let me do the work. And he be bringing snakes. And put the snake at your doorstep and then kill it and say, I kill the snake for you. Well, we'll go right on along. Y'all know that ain't right, don't you? I just thought I'd do a little humor in here. <laughs> well, you, well, you might say, Pastor, God didn't never have no humor. How many people know in John 25, think, I mean, uh, Psalms 25, they said, God looked at him and started laughing. <laughs> 
Jesus told some people in the Bible, he said, what did all uh, Judas do? He said, well, I'm hungry. He said, you do likewise. But you need to see the content of what he said and how he said it. How about when Jesus said, if you don't hate your mother, hate your father, hate your wife, and love me more than all them, you have no part in me. But you got to look at how he said it and what he meant by it. That's why some words are generous, some are metaphors, but you got the right to divide the word of truth. And if you do not have the Holy Spirit endowed and living in you, it won't happen. You got to have the Holy Spirit baptized into your spirit. Therefore, the gates of hell cannot prevail against you. I am the way. I am the truth, he said. And no man come to the Father except by me. And some of us are beginning to lean a little bit to the joy boys preaching. You're beginning to lean a little bit to, ain't nothing wrong. Lord, I hate to tell you all some things that I see and, and get involved in and I have to leave. How would you like to, oh God, Jesus. Half of the people that I used to know are almost alcoholics and they're still standing in the pulpit preaching. I know what I'm talking about, saints. I hate to say things like that. And I'm going to stop saying, I ain't, I'm not going to say anymore because Satan has done his job. Now you got to do who? You got to do your job now. You're going to have to stop Satan in his tracks. Make him pay. You know what y'all ought to tell Satan? Satan, okay, you got over this time on me. You got me for a few minutes. He said, but I tell you what, ain't nothing you can do to stop where you were going. Let him know where his end going to be. He don't want to hear that because I truly believe Satan believed that if he can get enough hell going on, he can be exonerated. No. He blasphemed against the Holy Spirit. And anybody that blasphemed against the Holy Spirit, that is no forgiveness. All right, go to Isaiah. I told you to go to Isaiah 55. Go to Isaiah 50, 53, verse 1. Who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Come on, saints. Is that all right? Because how many of us has prayed and it just seemed like nothing is happening? You prayed and things just still. God said, who has believed the report? The report is sure, saints. God's word is sure. But you can't please him without faith. The Bible says in Romans 14, 23, it says without faith. I mean, uh, that which is not of faith is what? Is sin. And? Verse 2. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. Here's a man talking about 3,000 years before Jesus showed up. And here's he talking about what this man was going to be like. He's going to? Grow up before him as a tender plant. Okay. And as a root out of a dry ground. Good God Almighty. 
he hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. But God know how to fix you, don't he? That's why God didn't let me be handsome. <laughs> you, you women don't, don't care too much for me. See, <laughs> you, you, don't, you, don't, you, you won't go out of your way to try to, try to get Pastor Sweeney because Pastor Sweeney don't look like Billy D. I had to throw that in there. See, now some people good, good looking like you guys. Y'all got trouble. The women running at you guys, you better be strong. The way I look, I don't have to run. <clears throat> Just thought I'd throw that in, no charge. And? Verse 3. He is despised and rejected of men. God talking about that's why, that's why don't too many people care for me. A man of sorrow. The Bible said Pastor Sweeney ain't going to please you with his preaching so there ain't too many people going to like him. Scripture. And Be beware of the man why everybody speaks high and well of him. Good gosh almighty. I'm all having a good time today. Read. He is despised and rejected of men. That's why Jesus Christ loved us anyway. A, go ahead. A man of sorrows. A man of sorrow. And acquainted with grief. Was he appointed with grief? He knew it from head to finish. Read. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was looking so bad up there on that cross. That what did the people do? Turn and look the other way. They said that he was mingled so bad you couldn't even tell whether he was male or female. The way they shattered his body up there on that cross. And he up there thinking about whom? Us is real good. And I like that's the way I do it. But he was thinking about the people that was doing it to him. And that was us. Every time you all commit a sin, do you know what you're doing? You're putting him back where? On the cross. Well, Pastor Swinney, we can't help but sin. If you do sin, then you got an advocate. That's why God said if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Is there anything any better than that? Let life go ahead on and shatter whatever it want to shatter. God will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And he was despised. Jesus. And we esteemed him not. Good gosh almighty. Verse 4. Surely he hath borne our griefs mm. and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, God. and afflicted. Verse 5. Look at the fifth verse, saints. But he was wounded for our transgression. Yes, he was. He was bruised for our iniquity. Your sins. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And? With his stripes, we are healed. While you're at it, ease up to the tenth verse. Yet. Uh-oh. 
it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Come on, brother. Let's tell the truth about the thing. He hath put him to grief. Say it again. He hath put him to grief. No, no. Read that thing again, brother. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Saints, why did it please God to bruise him? Fuck God, no, you know what, son, boy, I'm, I'm coming down and shake your hand. Who said that? It was because of his love for us. That's why it pleases. Man, y'all, I don't know if y'all getting this. God loved us so much that it pleased him to have his son bruised and beat up and scandalized for us. That right that we not only have life, but a right to it. You got a right to life. Good life. What did Jeremiah 29 11 say? I know the plan that I have for my children. And that's a good plan. Good God Almighty. He didn't have nowhere in his word where you were supposed to suffer. Now, it shows you you will suffer, but that's because of whom? Because of you, saints. God did not make life where you had to suffer. We put ourselves in that kind of transition. That's the reason we suffer. Pastor Winnie, could you give me a little breakdown? Yeah, you won't stop eating that pork. You won't stop drinking all that coffee. You won't stop drinking liquor. You won't stop smoking. You won't stop fornicating. You won't stop committing homosexuality acts. Do y'all y'all begin to, to, to grab what I'm talking about? Pastor Swinney, you making all that up. That ain't even in the Bible. Let's break off for a moment. Go to Galatians 5. Let me show you what your flesh loves to do. From Galatians 5, 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Here it is. Hey, did God know how to put words together? He said, here's what your flesh loves. And sisters and brothers, if you are not baptized, God knows. Oh, Lord, Sam, you got to get on some weight, man, and come and catch me. Good God, Almighty. Leap into Sydney. What about you? Don't nobody want to catch me. <laughs> Pastor Swain, if you lose a little weight, I'll try it. Now here are the works of the flesh. Here's what your flesh love. Which are these? Here, <laughs> which are these? Adultery. Oh. Fornication. Ooh. Uncleanness. Oh. Lasciviousness. Yes. 20. Idolatry, God witchcraft, Ooh. hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, Good gosh, heresies. Y'all getting it? 
Read. 21. Envyings. Envying. Murders. Murder. Okay, but that's when it got you right there. I ain't ever murdered nobody. Everybody in here done murdered at least 10 people. You done murdered at least 10 people. How did you do it? No, no, with the AK-47. Huh? With an M-16. That's your murder weapon. How many times have you low-rated, downcast, talked about people, and lied on people? Maybe not even knew you were lying, but sometimes you know it. That's murder. Murder! Drunkenness. Oh, 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 boy, we still got a few of that in the Outreach Christmas Center here, y'all. Y'all know that, don't you? But people tell me all the drunks that's in here. I'm, I can call five people in this church right now, drink liquor every day. Couple of them, is, uh, 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 amen. And it ain't none of them, listen, I'm not in favor of that mess. You could say, well, Pastor Swinney, don't, don't you put me in it. If you want to drink your liquor, you do that between you, the devil, and God. Don't add me in it because I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't curse. I don't fornicate. I don't homosexual. I don't none. None of that. I don't do it. First of all, I don't like it any longer about drinking liquor. But now I got somebody I can go to. Because according to Romans 6, sin has no more dominion over me. My God. Read, brother. Revelings. Reveling. And such like. Hold on, now here's, here's the killer to it all. And such like. Of the which I tell you before. Hold on, in other words, you're saying, if you do this, here's what's going to happen to you. I done told you one time, I told you before, agreed. As I have also told you in time past. What did he tell us in time past? That they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Why in the world would you want to do that with all of the hurt and the pain that Jesus did to deliver you from that? He delivered you from all of that through his blood from up on Calvary. And we still seem, I'm sure that one of those that he read hit you somewhere. Might have hit you two or three times. A lot of y'all say, I'm telling you, you don't come to church enough. You got to come to church to beat this thing. Amen? Where were you, bro? You went over to, uh, go back to uh, John. I mean, Colossians. Yeah, go back to, huh? Or, uh, well, you read that 10th verse. You can read the 10th verse again over again. That, that need to be read. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Lord God. He had put him to grief. Did he? Wait a minute. God did that to his son because he just wanted to see his son suffer. He did it for what? For us. He put his son to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. I can't stand this. And the pleasure 
of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. What is that? You. Each time one of you all repent, it prospers in his hand. And that's all he was looking for. A brother. Somebody that used to be a Gentile or a reveler or all that he was telling. But now you're saved. He said, that's all I'm looking for. Read that in the NLT. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him. God talk, mighty Jesus. And cause him grief. Jesus. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin. Jesus. He will have many descendants. Come on, that's that in there, brother. Yes. Who is that? Us, okay? He will enjoy a long life. God and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. That's what outreach is built on. It may not be 10 million like other churches, but we do have people in here that love Jesus Christ. Give God a praise on that, saints. You love Jesus Christ. A whole lot of you all really love him. I mean, you love him with all your heart. That won't no accident because Satan was right there fighting you every step of the way. But you came and loved him anyway. Let's do three clips. We got about five, few minutes here. Let's Colossians show you you don't have to sin. Colossians 3. Coloss no, no, that's it. Two. It's, I think it's 2.12 or 2.13. Read Colossians 2.12 first. Huh? Read, read the 12th, 12th verse. Buried with him in baptism. Okay, 13. And you, being dead in your sins, uh -huh. and the uncircumcision of your flesh. This is Colossians 2. Read the 10th verse then. And ye are complete in him. Okay, I like that. But read the 